Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about the best form of zinc to take in supplement form if you want to restore your zinc levels and improve your thyroid function and improve your immune system and so on. So zinc is very, very important for thyroid function. I have an entire video outlining exactly how it is or exactly why it is so important for your thyroid. And I'll briefly just mention those things here. But if you want a more in-depth explanation on how zinc works to improve thyroid function, please see that video. But for now, what I want to tell you is this. Zinc deficiency can lead to the following thyroid problems. Number one, it can inhibit TRH uh, production, which can result in low TSH, low T3, and low T4. It is required for T4 to T3 conversion, which means if you don't have enough zinc, you won't be able to produce enough T3 hormone through the conversion process. It is required for binding of the thyroid nuclear receptor or T3 to the thyroid nuclear receptor. So your uh, T3 thyroid hormone may not work as efficiently in the setting of zinc deficiency. Low zinc causes low thyroid symptoms, which can be reversed in the setting of zinc deficiency. And low zinc inhibits T lymphocytes, which may increase your risk for developing autoimmune thyroiditis or exacerbating inflammation and other things like that inside of your body that you don't want to have occur if you have a thyroid problem. So those are the reasons why you should be using zinc. But today I want to focus more on the forms of zinc that are available to you and which ones are really the best ones to use because not all forms of zinc are created equal. So if you are somebody, if you are a thyroid patient who has seen my other videos or maybe you're just starting out and you want to consider supplementing with zinc, here are the forms that are considered approved. These are the forms that are pretty much all equally as good as one another. We have zinc chelate, we have zinc monomethionine, we have zinc gluconate, we have zinc acetate, and we also have zinc citrate. Now, if these are kind of sounding funny to you, what I want you to do, <clears throat> excuse me, is go on the back of your supplement and look where it says zinc. You'll see that it says zinc and then it will tell you what type of form that that zinc is in. Now, the form of that zinc actually matters quite a bit because it has an impact on how well that zinc can get inside of your body, how well you can absorb it, and also what it is doing once it is inside of your body. So you'll notice that the two forms that I did not mention here are zinc oxide and zinc bound to picolinic acid or zinc picolinate. All right, there's a reason for that. Number one, zinc oxide is probably the worst form of zinc. It's the cheapest form of zinc and it's in a lot of supplements which are really cheap. So if you're buying a cheap supplement that has zinc oxide, throw it away, it's not gonna do much for you, okay? The next one um, is zinc picolinate. And I've actually changed my mind on this one. I used to more frequently recommend zinc picolinate, but I've since changed that recommendation for the following reason. When you look at the studies of zinc picolinate, it is absorbed very well, that much is true. In fact, it is absorbed at least as equally well as the other ones I mentioned previously. However, that zinc picolinate looks like it might actually bind more tightly to zinc such that your body has a hard time breaking it apart and utilizing the zinc that is bound to it and ends up actually, you actually uh, end up peeing it out and actually excreting it inside of your hair. Because of that, and because the other forms are just as good, if not better, it's much better for you to use these other forms of zinc as opposed to the zinc picolinate or zinc bound to picolinic acid because you're just gonna get more zinc inside of your body, which is where you want it. You don't, not, you don't necessarily just want the zinc inside of your body, you want it to be broken apart from whatever carrier it brought in there so that your body can then use the zinc in its free form or elemental form. So for that reason, uh, I do not recommend zinc picolinate or zinc bound to picolinic acid or zinc oxide. The other zincs I mentioned previously are A-OK. -okay, so just check the back of your supplements to make sure that they are in that form. If they are not, then you're gonna wanna switch your, your form of zinc up to make sure that you're getting one of these forms. So the second question is, how much zinc should you be taking every single day? And here's another uh, point of contention from a lot of people. Now it turns out that your body can't absorb very much zinc at once. In fact, the amount that it can absorb is somewhere between seven to 10 milligrams of zinc each and every day. But if you look on the back of a, a zinc supplement, you will see that that ranges uh, or the dosing of zinc usually goes somewhere between 15 milligrams to 50 milligrams or even 60 milligrams. And if you can only absorb, let's say, let's say about 10 milligrams, just to call it that, these are multiples of that value. So what's the point of taking these extra, this extra amount of zinc if you can't get that into your body? 
So because the body is only capable of absor absorbing around seven to 10 milligrams of zinc per day, um, taking more than that is not actually beneficial. In addition, it may be harmful for a couple reasons. Number one, zinc is actually pretty difficult or pretty hard on the stomach. So a lot of people who take zinc supplements, they notice a lot of nausea, acid reflux, stomach pain, um, or cramping. So they'll take their medicine and they'll just feel terrible, right? What does that lead them to do? Not take it again. You, but you need the zinc. So even though it can cause problems, you still need to take it. So the best thing that you can do is take a lower dose of zinc, which eliminates or at least reduces the risk that you're going to have stomach problems. Now, if you are somebody who feels that you need to be taking more than that, that uh, seven to 10 milligram range, then what you'll need to do is you'll need to take your zinc at multiple times throughout the day. And they'll need to be separated by at least five hours. Although I would be, I recommend caution in using this approach because the more zinc that you take, you have to be more mindful of your copper levels um, as well as other nutrient levels. So the more zinc that you take, you can actually cause the excretion um, of these other minerals, which means that you'll have to replace them. So what I recommend doing is taking, is taking a low dose of zinc somewhere between the range of five to 15 milligrams per day in the forms I mentioned previously, one time per day. Usually um, it's best if you can take it without a meal, but if you have, again, if you have those stomach and nausea problems then you, you can take it with a meal, it's better to take it with a meal than it is not at all. So keep that in mind. Um, and so that's how I would probably recommend it if you are a thyroid patient. And again, if you have thyroid medication, it must be taken at least 30 to 60 minutes away from your thyroid medication. That should give you sufficient, sufficient time to make sure that you are absorbing it well. If you want to find the recommended uh, dose of zinc that I, that, or the, the recommended form of zinc, I have it in a supplement called Thyroid Daily Essentials. I also have it with copper, so you don't have to worry about the copper to zinc ratio, it, and it has it in the correct form at the right dose. So if you want to take the easy route, you can just take that supplement, which was called Thyroid Daily Essentials. If you don't, that's fine. Just make sure you're following the, the guidelines I mentioned previously, a dose in the range of five to 15 milligrams in the forms I mentioned above, and make sure that you uh, avoid zinc oxide and zinc bound picolinic acid or zinc picolinate. If you have any questions about this or questions about what type of zinc you should be using, leave them in the comments below and I'll do my best to get to those questions. And if you haven't already, make sure that you download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of information all designed to help thyroid patients like you feel better. So if you found this information helpful, I think you'll really love those and you can get those in the link below. So that's all I have for you guys today and otherwise I'll see you in the next one.